Welcome back to another glorious episode of A Spirited Debate. The crew have dusted off the glasses, dropped in some ice, and pulled the corks, and we are ready, as always, to pour a few drinks and find a way to rattle each other's cages. Follow if that's your thing, like if you want. Fuck it, we're just happy you're listening, and that's all that matters to us. So as our sound guy cues up the music, grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and join us for... Just skip over. I'm trying to contribute to the discussion. It would be wrong. They would absolutely and, and, and I would be wrong. If you thought that our debates were going to be any different, then jokes on you. The thought you'd get better. And you guys came with the same shit. We are on our way. I'm I'm double fisting, actually. Um, so I thought that was on Friday night. Dad always says you never get better by playing people worse than you. It ain't going to so, take somebody long to get bingo so, here. Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap this present <laughs> so, uh, and let the I, debate begin. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of A Spirited Debate. It's that time again. We haven't done one of these in a while, so it's time for one of our Pick'em episodes. This time, what we decided to do is our three favorite. Oh, I'm going to stop right there. No sense in, you know, I'm going to let surprise everybody. You're just going to have to wait for it because as usual, we always do our drinks first. So let's waste no time. How is everybody doing today? My yahi. My My <laughs> <laughs> nice. Little different. Little different. You broke it up. Yeah, I like that. Got it. Got by, it. By the Mix way, it up you, every now and then. If you haven't seen the Mitchells versus the Machines on Netflix, friggin' hilarious. It's hilarious. I haven't seen okay. it. Uh, Is it a movie Danny or TV show? Or it's a it's a movie. It's about two hours. Uh, okay. Danny McBride is the father. Okay, I'm in. Maya, Maya Rudolph. Was the <laughs> you don't need to say nothing else. So freaking funny. <laughs> If it's got Danny McBride bride in it, I love it already. Yeah. That that what's a series that just dropped again yesterday season? Oh, is it Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season uh, one was really good, and I want to check out season two. I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. one either. Oh, check out season one. It was really good. Do you, do you see how they did that there, Haas? He, he kind of slipped in an extra TV show pick. That was some <laughs> I, it, bullshit. It, it, yeah, it, I, you know. <laughs> Little did Grinch you know, Thor, Thor, Thor and I have already collaborated. That's right. I know, right? So. You, you guys got around. this all worked out. Yeah, we formed an alliance, and we're going to vote you off the island. All right. Shit. <laughs> so, so there's our intro. Welcome, everybody. Let's go ahead and jump into our drinks so we waste no time because I know you guys have a lot to say today. So I want to make sure and give you the floor with ample time so that everything can be discussed. So our drinks. So again, what we're doing is another round robin version of our drinks. We're allowing everybody on the show to pick a drink for the entire group. We try it. We give feedback on it. Was it a success? Was it not? So since I kind of ran over uh Wait, I fuck your name went away. What's your name? Grinch, huh? Whatever your fucking name was, I missed Grinch it. Swearingen. Swearingen. Okay. Uh, since I ran over Grinch when we did this weeks ago for the first drink, I'm gonna let him talk about this drink. He chose it. Uh, I don't know if it was by default or what his what his reasoning for it was. So I'm gonna let him talk about the drink. Then we'll go around the room, discuss you know how everybody made it, if they did anything particular, and then whether or not we liked it or not. So now that we've welcomed everybody, we know what we're doing. Grinch, tell us about the drink. And by the way, Grinch Swearingen is a play on Al Swearingen from Deadwood. Not that that's one of mine, but, 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 it, it, but it could be, right? Because it it's a great is. show. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't remember what the episodes were, but back when we were trading drinks, um, or we would pick for the other, um, uh, I picked, uh, I think it's called the, like, what is it, the Raspberry Jam Urban, Urban Smash. Urban Smash. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for, for Macqua. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I've wanted to try it myself ever since. And I, you know, Max seemed to have really good uh, reviews of it. And so I was like, Hey, it sounds like it'll be a winner all around. And so, yeah, been so, wanting to try it. Good excuse. Yeah. You picked that probably six months ago for him. You haven't tried it. No, I just That's kept forgetting. Oh, okay. I just kept forgetting, honestly. 
Because gotcha. it's not, it's not, a, there aren't complicated ingredients. No. All right. Uh, all right. So the raspberry bourbon smash, that was the drink that you chose for the group. So I'm going to let you go first. Talk about the drink that you made and what you, you know. Yeah, gotcha. Um, yeah. And I guess I should say uh, it, it is, it is two ounces of bourbon, two ounces of orange juice, one ounce of, of Grand Marnier, no, triple sec, triple sec, uh, one ounce of, uh, what am I missing here? The jam, right, two ounces of jam. Damn. Now I know it said raspberry. I would say play, play around with that. You know, if you got like something local, that's really good. That's what I did. Okay. Um, and what am I missing on the ingredients? The club soda, the splash the of yeah. soda and an orange splash. Slice. So you put all that together minus club soda in the shaker. Yep. Shake it vigorously until it's cold, put it over ice and then top with club soda. And, uh, yeah. Um, I, and actually I did use Grand Marnier instead of triple sec. Um, well, it's, it's orange liqueur. You could have gone. Yeah. Way, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll just be specific and say it was Grand Marnier that I used. Um, but I, man, I think the drink's delicious and I use bullet as the base. Bullet is the base. So you said local. What did you use local in terms of jam? Shit, I don't know, man. Don't North know, Carolina fuck. farm, something. But was it raspberry? No, it was. See, see, there you go. Balsamic grape hull jam. It has sugar, grapes, pectin, balsamic vinegar, lemon juice, cinnamon, ginger, clove, salt, and pepper. Nice. It's good. So it's a grape with balsamic. Yeah. And I guess to bolster the flavor, give it a little yeah. something extra, the acidity. Okay. Yeah, so like when I was like dumped the shaker at the end, there was, you know, some, some of the holes of the grapes. Which is okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like when we did the paradise, the pure paradise, like having the pear in there, that didn't bother me, the, the sauce type thing. Okay. Haas, what about you, brother? Yeah, I, I uh, my base, I used four roses. Um, I did use a raspberry jam. Um Local and I also, I also know. Well, yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a regional, a regional brand. Yeah. Um, I mean, I presume it's local because everything's in German on it. So, yeah. Um, my German's not that proficient yet. Uh, what else? Uh, I also used, um, how do you say, you, you always say it better now, the Contre or whatever. Uh, the Cointreau. 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 Yeah, Cointreau? that's what I used is the for my triple set, quote unquote. Right. Um, I also actually doubled the recipe and maybe added extra bourbon in. Um, and I'm a fan. Yeah, this is this is tasty. Um, again, this is one of those I think you could actually put in a blender with ice on a really hot summer day and make it into like a slushy type thing, or maybe even make popsicles out of this bad boy. Um, yeah, I think it's banging. And this is gonna definitely go in the rotation. Very nice. Yeah, that is the beauty of it. You know, Mac, like you said, Gringe, you can alter the jam that you choose to use to help whatever the flavor may be. And you can, again, the orange liqueur, any orange liqueur, you can do a high class one. You can do bottom of the shelf. I don't think that really matters because I don't know how much it does for the flavor of the drink in terms of because you're also putting it on orange juice and things of that nature. So, uh, all right, Mac, what about you, brother? Look, yeah, Grinch gave me this one in the last rotation. Um I enjoyed been drinking it then. since you got on the call. Um, so. Yeah, I, I was happy to see it come around again. I'll, I'll be 100% honest with you. Uh, I haven't made it again since since that show. And I uh, kind of to Grinch's point, I don't know why, because I enjoyed it so much. Um, I, I followed the recipe. I did, you know, raspberry jam, triple sec, orange juice uh, for my base. I did the Maker's Mark um, that I'd been infusing with orange. Uh, for a couple weeks now to give it, you know, a little bit of an extra orange flavor, uh, splash of club soda. And yeah, I'm, 
about done with two of them already. So uh, <laughs> I, made a, I made a four count. And I may have to go refill that because I'm not going to work so. You fucking, you give me shit about making simple syrup and whatnot, but you're infusing fucking bourbon with orange. You're making your own amaretto. Come on, man. I know, right? What I got to step up my game here. <laughs> I'm start distilling my own bourbon here soon. Is that how you made it last time? Yeah, I followed the recipe exactly last okay. time. I, and, I, and I used the same, the maker's mark. Okay. Um, you know, I had just started infusing it, so it didn't have as much of the orange flavor. Uh, as it does now. So uh, I think it gives it a little bit extra oomph. Very cool. All right. And then I will round it out at the end. Uh, I did follow the recipe verbatim, just like you sent out. The only thing that I changed was I didn't use raspberry. I used strawberry because I'm, I'm partial to strawberry in terms of a berry type jam. So I use strawberry and same things, shook it up in a shaker, poured it over some ice, threw in an orange wedge, topped it with club soda and going to town it's actually it's actually really good i was surprised mine is a local bourbon i went with the saint pete distillery's uh premium whiskey on mine so that's what i'm using i did use the triple sec as opposed to cointreau or grandma so other than that i did follow the recipe just altered the the actual jam itself and went with strawberry just to give it something a little different so that was that a homemade strawberry jam as a matter of fact it was not <laughs> was not i thought about it but i was like no so because, uh, I mean, why am I going to make homemade strawberry jam when I actually had some in the fridge? That's just dumb. We're going to pick strawberries tomorrow. So, you know, we this drink may come back around again. It's with a strawberry jam. Homemade strawberry jam. Yeah. I, I'd be interested, Grinch, you talking about that grape and balsamic. Like, to me, that sounds incredibly fucking interesting in terms of flavor. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it works. I mean, I, it, absent anything to compare it to, all I can just say is it works and it works well. <laughs> did you did you absinthe wash the glass? Oh, you know I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Well, as always, let's let's go ahead. You know, cheers. Let's try it. Because cheers. I mean, cheers. Oh wait, we were supposed to wait to try it. Mm. Shit. You didn't have to because obviously, you've already had this drink. Um, yeah, I would do this one again for sure. It, it it goes down really easily. Hot day. This would be perfect. I could see. And, this. and as Grinch mentioned, it's an easy drink to make. I mean, there's. Yeah, you know, for the most part, you probably have the ingredients. Yeah, but when you yeah. say when you did this one way back at the beginning, saying putting jam in a drink, like it hits you initially, like what? Yeah, like, it's, it's a weird ingredient not, to add to a well, drink, but it works. Not just putting jam in a drink, but how much jam you have to Two put in. Two ounces yeah. is like, much bourbon. Yeah, and I ended up doing four because I doubled the recipe, and I was like, man, that's a lot of weight. No way, but <laughs> yeah, yeah it works. That much on toast. I did the same right? thing. Because I'm always horrible at converting. Like, okay, this is by net weight, but I need. Is it by volume? Is it by weight? What's a tablespoon? You know, like Google, help me out here. You know, (laughs) but yeah, I think the jam, like, it's almost like it gives it a a little more substance in terms of the, you know, the viscosity of it. Yeah, I'm gonna get all technical. Yeah, yeah. You with your twenty-five dollar word viscosity. And it's actually, I'm drinking through a straw because I did notice after I I got it done, like the jam did settle out to the bottom. And I'm like, well, fuck, it's part of the flavor. I want to make sure I'm getting it. So I was like, I'll I'll drink it through a straw. I don't care. No, is that a paper straw or a plastic? No, no, it's metal. It's metal. So, you know, I don't have to worry about biodegradability. And you guys have told me a number of times I make look, I I make drinking through a straw look sexy. So I figure why the fuck not? Absolutely. This right here. Keep telling yourself that. I didn't (laughs) tell myself. You that. say sploosh. You just put it in your mouth, that. dude. 
Find Where stuff. else is you it going to go? Your I'm, mouth, I'm, I'm use, your tongue, use your tongue to get it. Yeah. I'm not. You say put it in your mouth. I'm not Hoss. Friday nights, he puts it anywhere. Okay. So I'm just saying. Uh, all right. Because you tried it, homie. Just saying. <laughs> right now, Grinch is going, never going to try it. Never going to try it. Never going to try it. Come on never, over. But they say Is never it? say never. So, um, all right. So let's jump into I'm imagining that scene with uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, freaking Deadpool when he's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and she's behind him. It's like, no. Um, all right. So let's jump into our episode. As I said at the beginning, this is going to be a pick-em episode. This is what we haven't done this in a while. We've, we've been doing other things than I thought. Good a time as any is to go ahead and jump back in. Let us do a pick em episode, picking our top three favorite something. And so this week, this, this is one that had been thrown out months and months ago. And so I decided, you know, it's time. Let's go ahead and do it. So it's our pick em episode. We're pulling out the wheel of death and we're going around the room and we're talking about our top three favorite TV series. Top three favorite TV series. And again, this is one for me. While the choices weren't difficult, the criteria, as I always say on all these fucking shows, is the criteria is one of those that that always I struggle with because it's like, how do you rate it? How how do you justify what is your top three? So I am interested to hear what you guys used as your criteria, as I always am. So uh, I do have the wheel of death. So we're going to go ahead and spin it. We're going to get our first victim. They're going to give us our first one. We'll spin again. As always, we'll go around the room and then that'll just be our order once we get the top four. And then we'll go around the room for number two and number three. And if we have time, Grinch, if we have time, I will let you throw out your honorable mentions. I know you've struggled with that. So I mean, if, it, if everybody's good. You see like the vein popping out of my forehead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> cannot uh, compute. Cannot compute. That's right. Uh, <laughs> throw, throw uh, a big shout out to our, to our friends over at wheelsofname.com. Uh, for, Wheel for of name use of, uh, Thank you for letting they're, us they're use They're fantastic. Your, Wheel, your Wheel of, of death. death there. Yes. And yes, I did decorate it with the colors of our, sh- our, our show logo and our logo is on there. So, I mean, fuck, if we're going to do it, let's do it right. So let me Vanna White this shit and go ahead and spin. And let's find out who our first victim is. And then it goes to me. Do you feel better? Fucking feel better? Yeah, it, I felt, it felt less forced. Yeah, it felt, okay. it felt more. That felt more organic. Did it? Organic. Okay. Felt more orgasmic. All right, so I get to go first. Let's do it. All right, dun dun dun. All right, oh, so oh, the meat? this is in no particular order. No particular order. I, I came up with my three. So my first one is based on a series. Uh, it is a political drama that came out in 1999 and it ran from 99 to 2006. And this is an American serial uh, political drama based uh it, the creator was aaron sorkin and it was based uh around the president the fictional presidential uh candidate of josiah bartlett played by martin sheen the show is west wing seven seasons phenomenal fucking show if you haven't seen it i've i've watched it over and over again uh, i think it's a great show love the premise character development's fantastic but this was my number one and and actually came stumbled across this one after it originally ran from uh, 99 to 2006, I can thank my parents for this one. They actually mentioned, I was like, oh, what? I'll, f- I'll give it a watch. And then I was hooked. And uh, it was it was on Netflix. I binged watch all seven fucking seasons. And, you know, after it ended, it was like, oh, well, that sucks. It's over. Waited a little while, you know, like we do drop drop into Netflix. I see it there. I'm like, oh, I'll watch it. I'll watch an episode. And then like I'm a season and two seasons. In. And my wife's like, you're watching this again. And I'm like, yep. 
you know, and so I've done that two, three, four times. I've watched the entire series, but it, for me, this was, I think a very, it was a great series. Um, and so that was one of my top three was West Wing. And is the, I, I, I've certainly seen it, uh, on lists of shows. I've actually never seen it. Um, I don't know why there, I have, I have a probably all any number of shows and I'm like, I just don't know why I, I just don't, you're I forget. I don't think about it. Um, is it the kind of the what the what they're dealing with? Like, I'm familiar with the concept of the show, but is it just kind of the political challenges and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, some I mean, personal stuff too? Yeah. Yes, but it, it deals obviously with the West Wing, the Oval Office, the presidential senior staff, and things of that nature. And it is a you know two terms, and then obviously you have him doing the first term, rerunning as president, trying to get elected, doing that. And, you know, that, yes, there are a number of personal stories that are interjected along the way, but it, it was engaging. It was incredibly, incredibly interesting uh, from a political perspective. So, yeah, that's why I was, it's easy to just kind of plow through and watch. Thor, have you uh, ever seen Newsroom? I have not. Okay, you need to. It's also an Aaron Sorkin creation. Is, and it's got a lot of with the Kelsey same. Grammer? No, William Hurt, no. Jeff, right? Jeff Daniels, Jeff Daniels, uh, Jeff Daniels okay. Emily right. Mortimer, uh, Dev Patel. There's a bunch of people, but it's um, Sam Waterston, Olivia Munn. Um, yeah, you, you'll you'll recognize a lot of the patter almost. It 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 almost feels like a like an old I don't know jacket or something you found years later and put back on. It's I say check it out if you haven't. And it's interesting because HBO did a live performance of one of the West Wing episodes uh, on stage with the actors. Uh, right before the election last year. And it, and it was a way to like, hey, get people out, get them engaged, get them voting. And so they actually re- redid an episode, but they did it live on stage with all of the characters. So uh, yeah, that was, that was actually really cool. So yeah, that's me, West Wing first. Not number one, because they're in no particular order, but that was one of my three. All right, are we ready? Time to van away. Mm-hmm. It needs to be Grinch because he always goes. So, last. so real, real quick. I know Grinch. You mentioned you have not seen West Wing. Um, I haven't seen it either. Haas, uh, it sounds like you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, okay. it wasn't my top three, but I'm going to rotate it out since. Uh, oh, sorry, brother. Well, <laughs> we figured we'd do some overlap. So what happens when you go first, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Um, yeah, yes. I, I too. Uh, oh, yes. We, yeah. we watched it many, many times. Yeah. Okay, uh, Mac, you are up. Give us one of your three, brother. Okay, so for me, I kind of, you know, it, it is hard. There's a lot of good TV shows out there right now. So my criteria was kind of something that, you know, what's a show that I can go back and watch, kind of like you mentioned with West Wing, time and time again. Um, you know, if, if I flip the TV on and an episode happens to be on in no particular order, you know, I can sit there and watch that episode. Uh, those were some of my criteria. So my, my first show was scrubs um you know it's a comedy so there's not you know a a lot of drama there but they do kind of touch on some pretty heavy subjects in a few of the episodes uh and it was interesting to kind of see the you know the characters kind of grow throughout the course of the you know the seasons and and develop as people they they kind of started out you know is you know kind of nerdy you know interns unsure of themselves interns you know and then you know kind of went through life and you you got to see all of that during the show um also fantastic one-liners you know throughout the entire season and, and series of the show uh you know we've you know gone back to many of those lines come out you know in conversation on a daily basis so 
again, that's one that, you know, I've watched, you know, from start to finish with the exception of med school, because, you know, the final season of med school was a complete and total train wreck. Yeah. Um, it it did, unfortunately, times. it did, unfortunately suffer from that. It ran a it's little a, too a, long. I mean, as a, you know, a lot of shows do, if, if they go for a real long amount of time, uh, they do suffer towards the end. And, you know, yes. again, med season, it was a completely different cast really for the most part. So you really can't even count it as part of the, the arc of the, the actual show. Right. Uh, so for me, that, that was one of the shows that, that I enjoy. Uh, ran from 2001 to 2010, creator Bill Lawrence, who was also the creator of another one of our shows that we've mentioned, Ted Lasso. Yes. So just want to put that out there. Hope nobody had that on your fucking list. No, I'm just kidding. It, it, you know, uh, <laughs> it, I think the thing that struck me with Scrubs like early on is seeing uh, John John C. Mc, you know, McGinley. 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 Yeah. After having seen him in Platoon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, like that was the brain went a little haywire. Uh, <laughs> but, I, you know, I think more broadly, like you, you mentioned the story arc of growing with the characters and there's any number of shows that we can sure. talk about that do that. Um, I, I think that's an interesting aspect of a show where like all the storylines are still connected in some way. Um, but it also made me think of, uh, you know, my grandmother, watching days of our lives now obviously when she was watching it you know it was like season whatever and then it, you know some of those soaps went on to like season 267 or something right and then people would have a dream and they die and whatever you know like what was canon what wasn't you know it was just it was amazing the amount of people that were hooked on soaps during like the 80s you know of just because they loved Don't thinking you. about what happened to the characters and you know where Do they not interrupt from. an old lady in her stories. Yeah, that'll get you shot. Um, just old ladies. My, my dad. I, I think <laughs> my, my dad was he, he was going back to get his uh, finish his degree at USC, yeah. and he yeah he was into them. I, I think another thing for me with Scrubs was you you had your four or five main characters, but then you had a lot of recurring characters um, that had smaller parts. Uh, that, that, you know, I think would just kind of come in and deliver a couple lines, you know, here and there. And it was just comic gold the Todd. Uh, for some of them, the Todd, Fucking. you know, different characters like that, the janitor. I mean, obviously he was probably, you know, more of a <clears throat> main type character, but not one of the core four. Um, yeah, so but he you, wasn't you had that. And you had a lot of guest stars, right. a lot of big names. You had Michael J. Fox on a, you know, an episode. Yeah. Like in um, season four, three or four. I think so. Rough. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds was in the season finale of season two before Ryan Reynolds was Ryan was Reynolds. Before he was famous, yeah. Right. Um, God, and I'm drawing a name. Uh, Colin on. Farrell. Colin Farrell was Colonel on. Colin Farrell was on there. Who was Elliot's? She had a couple of love interests. But, yeah, uh, Ricky Schroeder. Rick Schroeder. No, Rick Schroeder. I'm, I'm trying to think of the guy that was the trainer at SeaWorld. He was in the unit. Nobody cares, Sean. Sean. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And I can't think yeah. of the guy, the actor. I know who you're talking now. Um, so, you know, they, they were able to bring in a lot of, uh, you know, kind of big names to do guest stars as well, which is kind of a testament to the show uh, and, well, it, and how long it ran. Well, it helped because Bill Lawrence had done Spin City before well, that. And he knew a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. he knew a lot of people. Uh, all right. So Scrubs, great show. I own it, own the series. Um, yeah. Well, Except for most of, the <clears throat> most of it. Yeah. And, and part med of it's school. been relocated. Yeah. So 
uh, but definitely one if you haven't seen it, go out and watch it. Great series. Uh, all right. So Scott Foley is who Scott you were Foley. thinking there about. You go. Thank you, there sir. You yeah, he was in the unit. He's done a bunch of stuff. Which I was a good show, him. too. Yeah, um, the like unit. Him. They're talking about you again. Sorry. No? Okay. All right. Are we ready? Let's well, do Well, I see this manipulated wheel you got going here. I don't know. Which, I, I can't read it. I'm Soon sorry. Soon comes up on Haas. I'll Soon fuck you. Oh, if it does, oh, that's oh, going to be perfect. Oh, please. Oh, please, dear God. Oh. <laughs> Boom. All right. Grinch, oh, we, yeah. you are up. We have Go a winner. Give us we, one we have of a your winner three. indeed. Yeah, we do. We have a wiener. Um, yeah, I know both of you have mentioned some criteria you used and I, I it was one of those after I had my extensive list here um, I started trying to think through the criteria for the down select if you will um, and I guess some of the criteria I used is not unlike what we discussed with Tyler of like what makes a classic not not exactly it's not exactly a mirror of that but they're kind of shows that resonated and like years later I could still think about or you know, to, to use the inside out reference, you know, became a core memory, you know, almost right afterward. Um, and, and then I went back and forth of like, does it need to be more than one season? Quote unquote. Cause some like, this isn't one of my picks, but I'll, I'll use it. I don't think anybody will pick this. This is why I'm using it. You know, then you think of like, like an American horror story, which is a completely different story every season kind of thing. Like, does that matter? But it's still gone multiple seasons though, right? Just yeah, different, yeah. Kind of so a different like, basis. And what I ended up settling on, I was like, I, it wasn't so much that, like no, none of those in particular that I consider a hard, hard and fast rule. Um, so then I was like, okay, well, let's get back to, at the end of the day, throw all that shit out the window and just and just pick the three that you really think are the best. Um, By the way, I that will was say, uh, that was shameless the way you dropped in an extra pick yeah, there two, three. As Ameri- well i could dissect american <laughs> horror story because there was a time i loved it i thought it was I, I thought it was incredible and then it just went weird and then it went off the rails yeah. and it did so much damage later on right. that it actually tainted my initial impressions but there's there's some good seasons for sure um you know and for for whatever reason comedies don't resonate with me Really? And, and I you love say, comedians. I yeah. love comedians, but here's my thing. Is it if you if you have a laugh track? I was gonna ask. That's dead it. On a arrival. lot of people are that way. They don't like to be told yep. when to laugh. Dead on arrival with a okay. laugh track. I, I hate it. I hate it See, with a I, I don't know. For me, I kind of tune it out, I guess, maybe. So and I think I could um if if everything else kept winning out, you know. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> uh, some of that said, so first pick for me. Um, is a show that I've actually started watching again. Um, I've seen some of my picks I've seen multiple times, but this one I'm we just started watching again. Um, and it's Mindhunter on Netflix. Good series. Um, Good series. Absolutely friggin' incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, if you look at the casting, you look at the casting of the serial killers, and then you look at the actors they cast, it is uncanny how how close some of them look um yeah, like and that's they, interesting because i've never gone back to look at like you know actual photos of because i've seen you know both seasons i've never gone back to look at the actual photos so i'll have to go it, do that it, now. like look at the atlanta child killer right and then look at the actor in the in the show it's pretty and spot you'll on. be like fucking hell like 
Um, and also, I, I think the reason this, it, it's so intelligent and I'm fascinated. I was, you know, criminal justice psychology major in college, thought that's what I was going to do. I read John Doug Douglas's book in high school. Um, I was fascinated with the idea of being a profiler. And so to see that arc of how profiling began to develop against all sorts of bureaucracy, um, you know, like one of the lines that Bill Tench uh, says, and I think it's the first or second episode is he was like, how do you get a crate? How do you get ahead of crazy if you don't understand it? You can't. Because everything prior to that with the FBI was like, you use accountants and just good old fashioned gumshoe work. And there was a logic to the crime. You could so be reactive instead of pro. Right. But, but, you know, to use the old son of Sam, like if a neighbor's dog is telling you to kill, like, how are you supposed to unpack that? Right. <laughs> um, so on top of the fact, it's a fascinating, it's fascinating material to me. I think it's well, well cast. Uh, Anna Torv, uh, the actor that plays Bill Tench, Jonathan, Jonathan Groff, who, is really funny because he's the voice of what's his name in Frozen. Yeah, he was <laughs> in like, Glee. He was in Glee. Glee. He was. He's the king in fucking uh, Hamilton. Oh, okay. The original cast. He when they the, the if you go on Disney Plus and watch Hamilton, That's, he's the king. He's the king. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's funny because Holt McCallany, the guy that plays Bill Tinch, I think one of the first movies I saw him in was Fight Club. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah. Man. I couldn't remember, you know, absent IMDb. I couldn't remember where I'd seen him before, but he's a, he's a fascinating counterpoint, you know, to, to Holden in terms of he's helping him navigate the way the world is while Holden has got the view of like, well, here's what we need to be doing. He's forward thinking. And it, yeah. And it frustrates the hell out of you at first. And then you start to really appreciate what Bill Tench is able to do to start getting some wins and make progress. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I hope and pray season three happens. I know so I was going to ask you, do you have you heard anything? I know it's been up in the air, obviously, with COVID and everything. Yeah, I, and, and I will say one and two are fantastic. But I think three is like, can they get the actors lined up? Because there were some issues, yeah. you know, with making that happen. So I'm hoping right. and praying because I because well, they've, they've, you know, not to give too much away, but I mean, they've dabbled in some of the BTK throughout seasons one and two. So I would imagine at yeah. some point they got to make you know, the, close the arc. On, that's going to you so. close that right. arc. Cause I'd love to see that. I know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So your first of three is mine hunter. And again, I know what you're saying in terms of how do you kind of boil it down? And, and that was one of those things that I wrestle with. It was like, if a show is currently running for me, does it make the list? Because we haven't demonstrated that it stands the test of time type of thing. Will it be good? Will it not? And like you're sitting there going, I hope season three is good, you know, because if it, if it yeah, comes out and it's yeah. total shit, then you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. No, so, it's, it, it's, you know, these it's are really how decisions. you have to weigh it. Right. It's not science. So right. at the end of the day, yeah, and I guess for me, maybe one of the reasons that would make one of my, my list is because I don't know that I would go back and watch it again. I loved watching it the first time, but it is such a kind of a dark show and maybe dwells on such dark content that I don't know that I would want to go back and revisit it. So, so you're a lot like the players that play for John Calamari one and done. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if I've told you all this story, but uh, you know, when you get, when you get a tattoo, it's like being at the barber, like what do you find to talk about? Especially when you're there together for hours. When you're in pain. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, and the tattoo artist that was working on my left arm, we, we got about five shows. We volleyed back and forth and he's like, 
Dude, you need to watch some funny shit. (laughs) (laughs) You need a little humor in your life. (laughs) Look, if you're going to sit for a few hours, at least, you know, again, if if Haas was your tattoo artist, can you imagine four or five hours of butt plug talk? You'd be like, fuck, stick that in my fucking eye. We wouldn't just be talk. We, 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 you know, there'd be some show and tell. (laughs) Maybe even some scratch and sniff. I happen to have one with me right now. That's right. Yeah. You think what I'm doing tattooing this back in yeah, for a second here? That's right. Uh, um, no, not to step on any, you know, any potential shows that may be on your list. But, don't say but that it. is definitely within your wheelhouse. Having talked about, you know, on other podcasts, you know, yeah, without shows he's mentioned, that's definitely yeah. in your wheelhouse of, yeah. of things you like to watch. So, yeah. and that's great. And I, I mean, again, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just don't know that I would go back and watch it again. And maybe I will. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe he sparked something in you. We're like, I'm going to go check it out. Who knows? He could have. And, and that's he one of the reasons I, something inside of me. Yeah, it was one of the reasons I thought this this particular episode would be interesting because I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say. And like if you mention a show and I'm like, fuck, I haven't watched that. I'm going to go check it out. You know, that's one of the reasons I thought this would be good because I'm hoping maybe because I'm not a big TV show guy. And so I am hope because obviously it takes a lot. It's not like devoting an hour and a half or two hours to a movie and you right. walk away. You know, you, you, you get wrapped invested. up in it. But right. I think for me. And we'll we'll sidetrack here for just a second. I think Haas is like, can I please go? Fuck, man. No, you're fine. It's all good. I'm gonna shut up now. Sidetrack. I think the advantage to um to TV shows is that they are kind of you know obviously sitcoms, thirty minutes. Um, you know, shows like Mindhunter, other shows without commercials, forty five minutes maybe. So you know you can kind of take them in small chunks um, and watch them. So you don't have to sit down and devote two hours. Right. of time to sit there because i just don't know that i have the attention span anymore to do that to do right. that i understand uh i'm gonna say something after haas gives his pick because i want to make sure he gets his first one out of the way but there is something i, I do want to say in terms of what we're talking about but i want to let him go first so grinch you got mine hunter so we're looking at 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 uh mine hunter for you mac you had scrubs as your first one i had west wing so haas give us your first of three picks go ahead and round us out our, our first one around the wheel so what was your your first one yeah real quick too so we're both west wing fans grinch hasn't seen it mac have you seen west wing i have not no okay and then scrubs i've seen scrubs you guys grinch have you seen scrubs a handful of episodes right okay it, it, and then you all three of you watched mine hunter right mm-hmm Okay, yep. I have not yet, but I just added it. You should, I'm, yeah, I'm you definitely, yeah, definitely watch it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, so give us give us your first one, Haas. Yeah, since you came out of the gate with West Wing, I'm gonna pivot and call it Audible. Um, in my criteria, I think it was kind of similar to what Grinch was talking about, which is um, it had to resonate with me. Um, uh, I am someone that if I love something enough, what even if it is a series like you with West Wing, I will go back and rewatch stuff. Uh, constantly, especially like if I've had a shitty day or a shitty week, or if I'm sick, I don't feel good. I want something that I can turn to and pivot to that just makes me feel better, I guess. Or at least I don't, and like what Mac was saying, I can turn my brain off a little bit for sure, you know, because I've seen it so much. Um, So there is a series, uh, it ran from like 2007 to 2014. So it was seven years. Um, It was on Showtime, stars David Duchovny. Uh, Mrs. Haas and I caught an episode um, it was season three, episode one that we saw, and it was the Mangina episode, um, where one of the characters hosts a party and he proceeds to host it in Mangina full on full nudity Mangina form for the entire party. Um, and 
th- that I'm scene, <laughs> oh my God, that scene was so fucking funny. Mrs. Haas and I were like, okay, we need to start watching this show. So we started binge watching it. Um, and it's Californication um, with David Duchovny and Natasha McElhorn. Um, and a lot of people we like. Um, Pamela a- Adlon is someone we adore. And in that show, she's married to, um, she's married to Hank Moody's agent. So she, it's his wife and she goes by Koki Smurf because she's like really into Coke, but she's hilarious. She's the one who did the voice for Bobby Hill and King of the Hill. She's done a bunch of, she's got a series out now, Better Things. It's amazing. Um, but the, just, it, it's such a robust cast that just, and the writing is just, I mean, it is just amazing. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's one of those, like, we'll go back when we can't figure out what we want to watch or we can't agree on something. This is one of those we'll pivot back to and rewatch. Yeah, I think that I saw see, I saw season one, episode one, like right at the beginning, he's having a dream about getting blown by a, a nun in a church. So, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, the they hell? come out of the gate swinging on that show. Yeah. I think. I'm like, okay, interesting. Uh, but I have not, you know, I've watched that. I've watched like three or four episodes, but it's not one I ever got into. I, not not long term. Is it worth? Obviously, you're saying it is worth. So it gets dark in some places um, because you know uh, his character is a alcoholic. And he struggles with that as a as a writer uh, and as an artist, he struggles with that. But there, in, in and I guess maybe it's a little bit darker. It is a little bit darker in Scrubs. But what I like is is it is real and it's raw. Um, but it's also it's very comical. I mean, there's just some funny shit, and it's got a ton of like you know a cameo appearances by people. Um, we just yeah, the writing the writing is so good. Plus, at the same time that all that was happening, we were having to go to Santa Monica for Mrs. Haas's medical treatments. And there was something about just constantly seeing Ventura Boulevard in Santa Monica and stuff like that. It's kind of, it felt like a familiar, great place for us. So it just, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's great. I, I think the right, I mean, it won and run a couple of Emmys, so it doesn't suck. And it ran for seven seasons, maybe a season too long, but, but yeah, it's really good. Okay. It seems like too, like the casting of David Duchovny was about, as dialed in as Charlie Sheen, you know, with fucking two and a half. Two and a half like, yeah. I mean, it was, it was one of those things where you, you got the feeling, especially like you said with two and a half men and Charlie Sheen, he wasn't acting. No, no. You know, and I like, think the same, I, you know, I think and, that was just, you know, and be it yourself. was his daily right. life and somebody put a camera on him. And I think the same, you know, I, I haven't seen all of it, you know, as I think you guys mentioned, but I've seen a couple episodes of Californication and, and yeah, I think without a doubt, I mean, you could, definitely feel david duchovny just living that part yeah yeah and didn't he go in for like sex addiction or something at one point am i making that up yeah he and tia leone (laughs) actually i think it was three or four seasons in that's when they split because he was he just couldn't keep his his dick in his pants uh he was he was definitely using the uh yeah he was was definitely using uh what's the method um last the mohicans what's his name uh daniel daniel day the daniel day lewis method you know where (laughs) he was the character inside and out yeah method Uh, acting is that what yeah man there's one season i can't remember which season is where rob lowe shows up on the scene and that was one of the funniest seasons that uh, just if you get a chance and you're looking for something i highly recommend it it's it's super funny i I will say though because i remember mrs mack watching an episode sitting in the uh playroom at the mcdonald's and i'm like that's probably not what you should have on the the little screen even though it's a little screen at the playpen at mcdonald's but still I will say, I mean, obviously, some of these streaming services have made some shows more accessible, clearly, 
whether it's Hulu, Netflix, whatever. I, I will say, I think Showtime is a bit of a blind spot for me um, just because I, really I haven't traditionally have. had it. And, and then I forget what was on it. Yeah. So there may be some fantastic shows that are done by Showtime that I just, same with I think like there's Cinemax, you know, before they became HBO Max. Yeah, well, there's um, only one thing on Cinemax worth watching, and that's Skinemax. But um, I think there is a show on Showtime, uh, something Beacon Hill or something like that. It's with Kevin Bacon. Um, it's supposed to be really good. He's like a Boston police officer. I haven't seen it yet, but but you're right. I mean, Showtime to me is kind of one of those where every now and then you'll hear about something that was on there, but you almost realize, think, oh, Showtime is still around. Still exists. Yeah, and admittedly, there's probably some some deep cut gems on some obscure networks. Uh, I mean, like, and now I'm starting to remember more shows. But like FXX, for example, like my, he's like my, my list is changing. See how this see how this is working. <laughs> you know, I didn't have DVR. I didn't have some of the other things. So like, if I right. missed, it, I just missed it, and there was no looking back. You know. <clears throat> So, yeah, that this is what I was going to say now that Haas has given us his pick, Californication, we've gone around the room one time, was I think one of the things I thought that was interesting about this approach was, for me, m- most, if not all of mine, fall in a time prior to really Netflix. I mean, now, now West Wing, I did catch on Netflix, so I did binge watch that. But like when, when others of mine came out, I was watching them week to week. And I thought, for me, that was that was part of the criteria because if it was worth waiting a week and right. watching to me, it meant something. Cause yeah, binge watching. It's like, Oh, I can plow through that. That's not the same thing. And I know we've talked about this on the show before. Like we are an impatient society and we want it now. And it's like, don't drop an episode and then make me wait, give me all 10, 20, whatever. Let me go through them. But for me, that was one of the things I thought about was all of my shows was like, I would wait week to week to watch all my shows uh, for the ones that I chose for me, because they are that good in terms of what I deemed as being important so uh so this was my second going around the room a second time so this is my second uh this was uh an australian it's a combination australian american science fiction series that aired from 1999 to 2003 uh it was produced by the creators rockney o'bannon and the jim henson company one of the reasons i really like this show is because growing up i mean i grew up with movies as y'all probably did as well muppet movie in 79 the dark crystal in 82 labyrinth in 86 television series like the sesame street fraggle rock dinosaurs uh, i was a huge fan of like muppets puppets uh with the jim henson company so when this when this series came along i thought it was fantastic and it was a high-end series in terms of what the henson company was doing the series is farscape and if you've never seen it if you're not into science fiction that's fine but for me this this was four seasons it did end a season early. It was actually supposed to be five. They had it laid out to run five seasons. It got canceled at the end of season four, but they did come back in 2004 and run a two-part uh, series, a two-part miniseries movie, made-for-TV movie called Farscape Peacekeeper Wars. Uh, but it was an incredibly interesting show in terms of its dynamic. And for me, the, the visuals, the puppetry, what they were able to do was just phenomenal in terms of watching it. Uh, but that, that was my second, and it was called Farscape. And it follows uh, John Crichton, who's an astronaut, goes out into space through a turn of events, goes through a wormhole. He's catapulted to the other side of the universe. And so basically it's four seasons of him trying to get home. And uh, he comes across aliens and all sorts of other individuals. But it was an incredibly interesting series. But I did love the visuals. Again, f- that, that puppetry, the Jim Henson Company, uh, was phenomenal. But uh, yeah, Farscape was my number two. Probably not one that made anybody else's list. 
not even sure if you've heard of it. <clears throat> I just I just brought it up because <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've heard the name, sure, you know, yeah. but I've I've never seen a single yeah. episode. Yeah, it I is, haven't either. But I'm it is another one. I I own all the episodes, all the DVDs. Um, now, is it an animated or is it a like no, a puppet li- live action? It's live action. That's oh, why okay. like the work was phenomenal because they were sparing no expense in terms of cost, and I think that was probably one of the reasons it it didn't make the full run because cost when you're putting that much time and effort, but turning out a series once a week, like you got to produce a show once a week in terms of filming and all that. Uh, I think that was part of the problem where it just wasn't sustainable, but the storyline was incredibly interesting. Character development was good. And again, like I said, the visuals were, were, for me at that time were just outstanding. Yes. You can look back and go, uh, we're in 2021 in 1999. They look like shit now, but at the time, you know, it was state of the art for what they were able to do week to week to put that much effort into a series. So uh, yeah, Farscape, that's my number two. All right, Mac, your second pick. I've gone. Farscape was mine. What's your second pick, brother? So second pick for me was a series, was a uh, very short series. Um, So oddly, you know, a lot of people will say, well, why did it make your list? You know, it was a season and a half, really. Uh, It was canceled after the first season. The fans rioted, um, you know, sent all sorts of crap to the, uh, you know, TV stations, the you know, producers to bring it back. So they brought it back for a half season to semi wrap it up. Um, They still left it very open for a lot of different things that could go on. Uh, But the show was called Jericho. Uh, It was on CBS and it was victim of really poor timing. I think it was constantly being moved around. Um, from night to night they couldn't figure out where the best fit was for it so i think it suffered from some of that but as a show itself was really good it basically kind of centers around nuclear attacks in the united states amongst some of the major cities in this small town in jericho kansas and how they deal with you know for lack of a better word the fallout um, literally and figuratively from these nuclear attacks and you know kind of deal amongst themselves in the city and then have to deal with other cities. Um, Season two kind of goes into the bigger conspiracy of how everything happened and the potential for another American civil war. Uh, And unfortunately kind of cut short because again, you know, didn't have the support that I think the the show needed. Um, It was continued for, I think four comic book releases and then there was talk of another movie uh to kind of help wrap it up but that never the comic books were released the movie never happened um but it had a pretty decent cast uh, it started with uh skeet ulrich um gerald McRaney from major dad fame uh lenny james who went on to uh play morgan in the walking dead had a really good role in this show um, so if you haven't seen it, you know, like I said, it's 2006 to 2008, I think was the total, um, you know, season and a half. It's, it's really good. It's on Netflix. It's, it's worth a watch. It's one I've watched, you know, again, to, to meet my criteria, I've gone back and watched a couple times um, and usually pick up something a little bit different every time I watch it. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I know he's doing stuff. I hadn't heard the name Skeet Ulrich in a while. Well, you Mars- probably haven't heard it know since he then did. either. Because yeah, that was about to- the last thing he did. Well, it looks like he went to on to Riverdale. 
Oh, okay. Yes. I'd never watched Riverdale, so. Yeah, it shows him in Riverdale from 2017 to 2021. Okay. There you go. There you go. Probably a minor character. Not important. So yeah, no, he, was, yeah, he was definitely yeah, a major did. character in Jericho, though. Right. Um, yeah, he was the main character. Yeah, he was, he was the, the main character, kind of centered around him coming back to town. Um, but yeah, definitely worth watching. Um, okay. And again, a lot of smaller actors who have gone on to bigger, you know, I don't want to say huge roles, but bigger parts in other TV shows. And, and Mac, I, I also liked Jericho. I was disappointed. If you like that, have you seen Revolution? I think I've seen part of that. It, it rings a bell. If you if you like Jericho, check out Revolution. Okay, I think you'll like that as well. Okay, thank you. Yep, there you go. So and I you, have the comic books. If anybody wants to read them, just so you know. Okay, <laughs> so so throw out your honorable mention that you were going to do earlier that I shut you down when it was my turn. So do you remember what that was? You're like, my I'm just honorable gonna th- mention? Well, I don't know if it's an honorable mention. You're like, I'm just going to throw an extra one out here like everyone else is doing. And I'm like, no. And then you said no, it's I've your turn. Okay, was, good. So Let's move on. Apparently, it wasn't a very good show. There you go. Uh, all right. Grinch, what is your second one? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, second one. Uh, I, I think I've I think I've seen it like two, two working on three times. Um, and it's Peaky Blinders. On I Netflix. knew that was coming. Knew it was yeah, coming. That was one love, I knew you were going to say. Fucking love Peaky Blinders. Um, there, and, and there are a number of reasons I think I, it, it's got the hooks in me as deep as they are. Um, the just researching, um, kind of the tunnelers from World War One, which Thomas Shelby was. Um, you know, the, the show picks up after World War One, but it's a really fascinating period of time in you know in england of kind of you know the bolsheviks and you've got some different revolutions you still got royal royalty in play you've got uh some of these world war one soldiers you know who threw their through their medals in the cut because they were just kind of disenchanted with what had happened um but it go you know there's there's a basis of reality obviously they took some artistic liberty um but the show is just so freaking good. And as we know, we lost uh, was it Helen McCrory recently, which is just devastating because yeah. she is fantastic. Great character. So freaking good in the show. Um, Killian Murphy is, is just awesome. Um, there's so many great actors that rotate in. Uh, Adrian Brody. Fucking Tom um, Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, you know, as the head of the Jewish, you know, gang. I mean, it's just it, it it's just so enjoyable. You just you know you just eat it up. And I don't know who the actor is, but the one that plays Arthur, his brother, great. Yeah, I, I know. I forget his name all the time. He's the uh, only one who's actually British, from what he, I understand. He, he he is so well cast. Yeah, so freaking well cast. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just I don't know. I could go on and on. I won't. Um, but it's awesome, awesome show. And man, it's enjoyable. That Is was it one that, that was... you have to watch a couple. You have to watch a couple episodes to really get it. Because I've started that show. I've watched like the first episode like four times, I think, and just never. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I feel like they're... I want to like it and watch it. You got to get not... to the tipping point of some consequence. Okay. When they start making plays for the betting tracks, and I'm Billy fucking Kemba, yeah, you know, like. Right. It, yeah. It, and if you do research, a lot of these characters did exist. Exist. Like right. Billy hey, Kemper okay. controlled the racetracks. It was the only legal gambling in England at the time. I'm just going to tell you, Mac, maybe you don't know this. So let me just go ahead and clarify for you. When you watch a TV series, 
you watch one episode after another. You don't watch the same episode four times in a fucking row. That's not going <laughs> to well, help with the progressing fuck, the storyline. I've been line. doing it wrong all these yes, years. Yes, you have. Just letting you know that now. So just be aware. Watching the, the first episode four times doesn't it's not won't inform you. Right. If you yeah, watch Paul, the first. Paul Anderson is the character's or is the actor's name. Yeah. It, 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 this was one that was going to make my list, but I knew you, I, I almost was certain you would do this. Yeah. So I was like, nope, don't want to have to drop back and pun here. I, I, so I left I mean, it off. And even just, you know, some of the characters like the, the actor who plays Littlefinger on Game of Thrones, Abarama Gold, such an yes. awesome name, you yes. know. Um, and, you know, and you get the IRA, you know, that's mixed in all the so many elements of that. Yep. You know, uh, what's his name? Um, God, Neil. Um, God damn it. He was in. Uh, oh, God. What was that movie? Uh, Event Horizon. He was in Jurassic Park. Yeah, Sam Neill. Well, uh, Sam, Sam, Sam Neill. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he as the inspector, right? You know, who's who's tasked with kind of unearthing some things. Yeah. Uh, man, it's just oh god, it's so much fun. So you regret so, not you regret not living in post World War One Birmingham, England? Is that I like the medicine of today? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. There's that. I don't know. I think I could see Grinch doing really well there. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to buy yeah. yourself one of them hats, put some razor blades in the bill. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. I can see that with your beard coming in. Yeah. Would fit. Yeah. 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 Just man. Awesome. All right. So you got Peaky Blinders. Uh, all right, Haas. So you're going to finish out the second, the second time around the track. Yeah. So, uh, but I want to do this good. So yours was Farscape. I've not seen it. Has anyone else seen Farscape other than yeah. Thor? Not okay. based on their reaction when I said it. And then Mac, um, you had um, Jericho. Has anyone else seen Jericho? I've watched that? like uh, three or four episodes. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I didn't and get he gave me there. shit like, you need to finish it. I'm like, oh, you do need to finish it. Okay. And then uh, Grinch, you did Pinky Blinders. So is there anyone else? I mean, I think we've all seen that though, right? No. I have not. I, like I said, I've watched. Oh. Well, I, I've <laughs> the seen first the first episode, episode four times. Four times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look at Grinch. Tom Hardy is fantastic. It's, I know, and I, I feel like I really should like it, and I should want to like it. But I, I you know, I, I maybe that we will start it tonight and try it again. <laughs> you won't. But go won't. ahead. <laughs> Fuck you. He'll get through the first episode and go, "That's number five, and I still don't understand what's going on. It's so good. <laughs> is there more to this story? I don't understand. I can't understand them. I got some fucking subtitles <laughs> you, on. Every episode's episode the same. Uh, let's go ahead. Pinky blinders. That's right. No, you're fine. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So, um, so my second pick, um, again, criteria, uh, mattered here when I was trying to, <clears throat> to whittle down this list. And it's, this is one of those shows where, um, if I've had a shitty day or a shitty week, um, and I need bourbon and I need something to kind of allow me to disconnect and laugh and just let go. Uh, and it's a show I reference a lot. I'm in multiple fan group pages of it. Um, it's, it's currently still running. I think it's on its, what, 11th season? I think that's right. Yeah, I think it's coming in 11 or 12 seasons. Um, is Archer uh, off of FX, uh, <laughs> an animated series. Um, that um, I just, I can't get enough of it. I mean, I seriously, whenever something sad has happened in my life or I'm just having a shitty day, you know, a gloomy gray day, um, bourbon and this show are, are my go-to medicines um, and they work every, every time. Um, I just absolutely adore this show. And if you've not seen it, uh, you have to check it out. The first, I'll say the first eight seasons are pretty static, but the final, I want to say 
I want to say eight to 10, yeah, eight to 10. It's a reimagined. Uh, so it's kind of like, um, what do they call it? Uh, like an anthology series. It's the same cast, but it's in a different setting. Um, so they'll like, they'll be in space or they'll be in the future or they'll be in the past or whatever, but it, it's, it's still, it's still freaking hilariously funny. Um, yeah. I, I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. Um, Dude, I, you know, like I said, comedy's probably weren't going to make my cut and I have certain that I'm certain nobody else will have this, but Archer and like Rick and Morty, you can just pick an episode, watch it, and laugh your ass off. See, and I don't know finish. I've never been able to get into any of the animated series, oh with the exception God. of maybe King of the Hill. Archer is so fucking funny. Okay. It is so fucking funny. I I mean, I, I occasionally will bust out quotes for that. Uh, like one yeah. of my favorite episodes. You did in a sploosh. <laughs> yeah, sploosh from Pam, you know, or uh, I, I love when – I know it's like season one or two when they're on the blimp and he's like, mm-hmm. it's going to be fiery death. And he's like, Erlana's like, what part of non-flammable gas don't you understand? And he's like, obviously the core principle, Lana. <laughs> well, what, what's so great about it is it, it's like a James Bond, but it's, it's, it's a satirical James Bond. I mean, this guy, you know, the lead character Archer also has an alcohol problem. Um, so clearly there's a theme here for me with lead characters having alcohol problems. Um, not that I think I do, but you would let me know if I did. Right. Um, would, would but yeah. <laughs> Sips from drink. You, yeah, you, you would, you would create a show called a spirited debate where we drink massively every week together. Fucking enablers. Just, just nope, to make no sure I don't here. have, well, we on video, just to make sure I don't have jaundice. Right. That's like, it, you know, it. my liver's this still functioning. A, this was a slow rolled intervention. That's what it was. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I can, work it out for you. I can say I've never seen collections this. never been broader or bigger. You know? right. I've never seen this series. So, I mean, I can say that. Oh, God, never man. seen it. So, Mac, what about you? No, so, no. Like I said, yeah. I, I have never really watched any of the the animated shows. Okay. Uh, I don't know why. I've just never gotten into those. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can check it out, but I have not. I've never seen an episode. The yeah. you know, there's so many, so many memes. Like your authority is not recognized, and you know, Fort Kickass or whatever it is when. What's the fucking doctor, the weird Dr. Krieger? Yep. He's like behind his lap, you know, his desk. I mean, the the character, like H. John Benjamin does Archer. and Who, who coincidentally also does Bob for Bob's Burgers. And, um, and they, did mean, a, they, did a whole, they did a whole crossover with Archer. Haas is on so point, good. man. I'm telling you, there are a few episodes where like I was in tears laughing so hard. You know, the whole can't or won't. You know, like <laughs> phrasing, you know, yeah, this is a big one. Yeah, I, it, it's one of those. It, it's an adult cartoon. Um, it it is fantastical and it's funny. I, I know if if you're not into cartoons, maybe that's not your thing. But if you like good writing and you like to laugh and you need a break from reality, um, for me, this is a go-to standard. I have to check it, it out. And you made me think of something when you when you dropped the uh, the authority thing. Um, did anybody I, like? I never really got into uh, South Park. South Park, you will respect yeah. my authority. Yeah, and that's what made me think of that. I don't know if that's one that you know anybody else has really watched. And, it, you know, and it's, and it's brilliant. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. It's dialed in on current events. I I, I will laugh if I watch it. I just don't yeah. find myself seeking it for out. the next one. Yeah. Right. Well, I totally generationally, agree. we came up with Beavis and Butthead, Ren and Stimpy, 
Like those were things that came along when we were. So, well, I mean, you can go even deeper, like with boondocks. I mean, there's just something that animation series can get away with because they can legally get away with things that live action cannot. And I think that's one of the reasons why I I tend to gravitate to stuff like that because, um, yeah, it's more raw and real. And I will say, because it sounds like none of us are going to pick these. I mean, Family Guy, American Dad, um, you know, Rick and Morty, Bojack uh, Horseman, Venture Brothers, like every one of these, if you put the episode in front of me in the right setting, I will sit, watch it end to end and laugh nonstop. I just don't put it on. Right. You know, like even Rick and Morty, I love Rick and Morty. And I just got to catch it, though. Yeah, I binged it and then drifted away. And then if I, if it catches fire again, I'll sit and like just crush through it. Right. Am, am, Seen am Bojack I, Horseman? I haven't. I've heard it's good, but I haven't. Yeah. Futurama, Bob's Burgers. Yeah, oh, Futurama. Yeah. Oh, so good. All right. So you got uh, first animated of the group. Okay. Yeah, we'll see Archer. if there are more. And, yeah. and all of that spun off of really the Simpsons, right? I mean, that was kind of the first original that was the first Absolutely. adult animation. Still and it's still strong. going. It's still going strong. And it, they Here's actually the- have in a a store at a, a mall in Myrtle Beach based off the Quickie Mart. So the whole <laughs> thing is actually shaped like the Quickie Mart. You walk in and they sell all sorts of uh, Simpsons memorabilia. Well, and, and there's a couple of funny things. One is there's an episode of South Park where they're like, Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Like they're trying to do jokes. And every time it's like Simpsons did it. And then there's the episode where... Um, is it Homer fights the chicken from Family Guy? They did like a crossover between Family Guy and what am I mixing up here? Family Guy and in uh, damn it, you lost me at hello. Yeah, I'm trying because in Family Guy, you know, he gets in the fight with a chicken all the time it's like a recurring thing and it goes on for like five minutes where he fights this, this dude who's dressed in a chicken outfit. And I want to say there's like a 10 plus minute scene where like Homer ends up or no, maybe Homer. I don't know. Anyway, I'll find it on YouTube uh, now that I'm babbling about it, but yeah, I mean, brilliant. Obviously they've withstood the test of time, so they deserve their own special place. Well, and they got away with a lot of things based on the time they came out. I mean, um, I, I can't think of the character that, that ran the quickie mark, but you, you couldn't do anything like that today. Well, they, they Abu, allow, yeah. People and, would and run you guy, off of TV. The guy who did the voice for Abu has since, I think, come out and said, you know, like, I, I kind of forgot about stereotyping. And yeah, it happens. Yeah. You want right. a beef jerky and some slushies? Or? Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. All right. So, so let's make our third time around the track. I go first. So I will do my last one. Us, as we talked about, uh, science fiction is kind of my bread and butter. I do enjoy them. Some of my also rands are science fiction, but this one for me, it takes the top spot in terms of, of kind of the ideal science fiction. I thought it was cleverly done. It was, it was an intelligent show in, in terms of what it was at the time. Unfortunately, uh, the studio decided to run this one into the ground. And I, I think the reason this one wasn't more wildly successful was because the studio wouldn't get out of its own fucking way. So the, my, my final one for my top three was uh, an American space Western drama series in 2002 starring Nathan Fillion, Gina Torres, Alan Tudyk, Adam Baldwin, and goes by the name of Firefly. Um, great show. If you haven't seen it, it is a, again, it's a space Western space cowboys 
um, cleverly done. Joss Whedon uh, did uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the 90s and then went ahead and, and did this one. Uh, unfortunately, as I said, the studio wouldn't get out of its own way. One of the problems they had is when Joss wrote this series, he had a very specific way in which he wanted to lay the series out for the audience. But the studio said, look, we don't have time for character development. You need to, you know, throw the audience into something dynamic, something interesting, something engaging. It's the only way we're going to keep people. So they, they jumped into the middle of the season with a show called the train job, but it kind of did, there was no character development. So you didn't understand any of the rationale behind the characters. You didn't understand who the characters were and what their motivation was. It's like, we just jumped into this, this one show. And then as the series went on, he was trying to develop the characters playing from behind. And I think that was part of the problem. If he had been allowed to release it the way it was intended, I think it probably would have been more sustainable. Unfortunately, only lasted one episode. They actually didn't even release all 14 episodes that season. I think they only released 11. And the last three were released in post after that. But in 2005, there was such an outpouring from audiences being pissed off that the didn't get renewed, that they ended up making a two-hour movie called Serenity, which was trying to kind of wrap everything up nice and neat in a little package. And uh, so, yeah, my, my final one would have been a science fiction uh, firefly for me, which I thought was impressive in terms, again, at that time, the visual effects, the story, how cleverly it was written, character development. I thought it was great. It's one that I own. I watch it on a regular basis. It's like I can just go through and just watch all of them. Doesn't matter. So if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. It's an amazing series. I mean, it every is. time we go to anything like Dragon Con, you'll see a bunch of Janes and Brown Coat Society people running around. Like, I mean, yeah, all these years later, people still just clamor and love that series. Uh, and Adam Baldwin is fucking phenomenal as Jane so Cobb. Good. And, yeah, and I think I think Vanguard is really also a fan. Really into it. Um, and uh, yeah, my my understanding is it has quite the cult following. As it does. Saying. Yep. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a Grinch here and. Um, you mentioned Adam Baldwin. He he was in another show, uh, Chuck, that I don't know if any of you guys watched. It was a comedy Chuck, series yeah. uh, on NBC that, you know, again, was kind of uh, fell off a little bit, but the fans brought it back. Um, it, it maybe went a season too long, but but was very good. And Adam Baldwin play, played a really good CIA agent uh, in that show. So if you get a chance, that's that's a good one to watch. See, okay. Grinch, not the only one. <laughs> yeah join the dark uh, side yeah just, uh, just right? <laughs> yeah since we mentioned adam baldwin i think one of the first movies i ever saw him in was um stanley kubrick's full metal jacket he plays animal mother in mm -hmm. vietnam fucking great character but uh okay uh, awkward <laughs> all right Gotta why, why, why would you do that why, I don't. Why? <laughs> all i can think of is i just completely uh, silence up of the really lambs. quick silence I'm, of the lambs i'm, I'm putting silence me. of the lambs up in the background the lotion in the, puts the lotion in the basket uh <laughs> yeah so so that is my final one firefly so let's let's keep the train rolling mac you are up give us your last one no fucking idea you said it's the train it's I, I don't it's know right this is where i i ran into a problem um you know designing probably the women. same Just one that Grinch came women. in you know came into is what's that third one um there, there's a lot that could fill this role so I, i'm just gonna pick one um i'm gonna go back to a comedy because I, I do enjoy you know 30 minute sitcoms even with the laugh track i'm okay with that uh that 70s show 
Um, <laughs> there were a lot of, you know, a lot of people who got their start kind of on that, that television show. Sure. You had Ashton Kutcher, uh, Laura Prepon, Danny Masterson, Mila, Mila Kunis. Tover. Um, Tover. What kind of name is Tover? Well, I didn't mention him because I said people that got their start on the show. Not <laughs> that he's that was done the, stuff. The he's precipice stuff. of their, their life. <laughs> it um, started and ended right there. And I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on red. Uh, the character that played red. Um, Kurtwood from, Smith. There you go. From RoboCop. Saw him in yep. RoboCop. Yeah. Um, mm, and right. then Wilder, uh, Wilmer Valderrama. Yeah, uh, played Fez. So, you know, again, I, I think maybe because it kind of resonates with us, right? I mean, it's it's about a group of friends who, you know, and it focuses on them growing up and going through in high school, and you know, smoking a lot of weed, basically. I, I was um, you know, obviously we didn't grow up in the seventies, you know, but I think the general, you know, idea and, and plot behind it can pretty much cover any generation, any generation in high school. Yeah, and I, always, it, I always loved that they would do like that close in shot and then they like sweep around the, the table. Right, around the table. Yeah, they right. would sit yeah. around the table and they would just spin the camera. Yes. Um, around that table to each different person. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, kind of a spinoff almost of that was The Ranch on Netflix because I, I was a wondering lot of if those that would characters, make your list. It, did, it didn't make the list um, only because I think at that point I was, you know, I wasn't a fan of Ashton Kutcher at the time. Um, and quite frankly, for me, the the only thing that made the ranch what it was, was Sam Elliott and Danny Masterson. And we saw what happened there. Exactly. Right. You know, so if you look at the last season of the ranch, it was just, you know, it was fucking God awful. So, but, but the, the ability of those two to kind of play off each other, both in that 70s show and in the ranch, I think, you know, kind of made those shows and, and was, it was almost—I don't want to say it was comedy gold, but it, it was very good. Yeah, I love you, Eric. I love cake. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why I always remember that line. Uh, all right, so that is your last one, uh, the '70s show. Okay, and and I think they tried a spinoff called like the '80s or the '80s show or yeah, something. Like, like it I don't didn't even fucking think I like it. Episode. Yeah, that's like, like Friday the Thirteenth Part Twenty-Seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah, for a lot of reasons. All right, Grinch, give us your last one. Last one around the track. What is your third? Well, if anybody doesn't see this coming, then you just haven't been paying attention. I already saw it coming. Yes, you know it's coming. Um, it is The Haunting of Hill House. Seen it three times. <laughs> back to back you to know, back. Like, he didn't even wait. He just finished watching nope, it, started nope. again. And, you know, GQ. There's, there's an episode that makes it Bloody Disgusting, I think, have described it as a masterpiece. Um, almost perfect. It's just... To me, it's just sublime from start to finish. It is so well cast. It It's not that it's an original story. It certainly isn't. It pulls, there's a lot of concepts that have, you know, some DNA that it pulls from. Um, but on top of the fact, the casting is just perfect, in my opinion. Um, there's some incredible cinematography. I mean, I've highlighted the episode where they do those super long shots, which are so intense. Um, and yeah, there's some clever camera work that makes him pull off like a little bit, making it look a little longer than it is, but it's so seamless. Um, and then the way it finishes, it just feels so satisfying because it's emotional. Um, you know, you've had the shit scared out of you at times. You're looking for the hidden ghosts in the background. There's a, there's a really phenomenal story that has family that you like, you can connect with of like, 
because it, it gives you that context of why they interact with each other the way they do as older adults, why there's all this scar tissue, um, which, you know, is explained. Like you, you aren't left wondering, well, that's weird. You know, why was she this way? Or why was that character that way? Like you understand it all, but you only understand it when the show wants you to. Um, and there's, there's all kinds of things that you connect in retrospect. Um, some little ticks of the character, some things that you're like at the time, like why is he or she acting that way? And then it starts to make sense as you get near the end. And then, like I said, at the end, I've seen it three times. I still get emotional at the end because it, it, it's you cry. You just feel so satisfied yet. Like thinking about that whole journey they've been through and it took them their adult lives before they, they finally understood what happened when they were kids. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's got an 8.6 on IMDb, it's, you know, short of like, like I, I think a breaking bad has got a 9.4 game of Thrones got a 9.3 for whatever that means to you, you know, it's, it's just, it it's a, just phenomenal. Hold on. I want to ask And this is only okay. 10 episodes. Yep. Wow. There was a, okay. there was another one. Are they an hour? So, so here, here's, um, I, I know I'm a bit of a broken record on this one. So the haunting of Hill house is more your traditional horror story of intrigue slash you get things as they dole it out to you, some jump scares, some holy fuck, what's going on. The haunting of Bly Manor has several of the same actors, the same, I think it's Mike Flanagan that's behind both. Haunting of Bly Manor is more a traditional ghost story where like you just feel like you're around the campfire because the whole setting, the whole thing kicks off with a woman who attends like a, uh, it's like a rehearsal dinner or something like that. And they're kind of quietly in the evening having a drink and she starts telling a story. And occasionally it jumps to where they are current, you know, and then the same thing with Bly Manor, as it starts to culminate, you start putting two and two together of like, oh shit. Like, like I suspected maybe, or how did I miss, you know, like it's the same deal. Like it, it's, it's just a great complete package of one single season. And I know I said like, was what a single season hold? You know, and in this case, without question for me, I, I think it's fantastic. I, I can't, I can't say enough good things about the haunting of Hill House. It's just to me, it's perfect. You know, and I, I enjoy it thoroughly every time I see it. In all ways that I am. Thank and I you. think we've I all seen it. episode one. <laughs> yes, we have. We did. So, we did watch it together. Yes. Yeah. So I will. It I will. A special place in all of our hearts for that reason. Uh, I'm going to go watch episode one like three more times and hope that I get. Yeah. Married. And then yeah. you're done with season. With, yeah. with the and whole season. Done. Right? That, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'd make this wager with almost anyone. If you get to the end of that and you don't think it's good, I'll tell you you're an idiot. If it wasn't good, you're fucking. That's, that's my wager. Okay. Uh, all right. So, and I knew that was coming because yes, yeah. you have mentioned that multiple times, but, uh, uh, all right, well, here we go. This is it. Haas, hopefully you've done your due diligence. This is the last time around the track. Give us your third one. Okay. So, uh, but I want to recap again. So Firefly was your third one it and was. we've all, we've all seen Firefly or no. Nah, I, I've watched it enough for all of you. I'm yeah. Sure well, I've watched, watched one. I've watched episode one, like four times. 
<laughs> I watched I've watched it three or four times, uh, and and I'm also a fan. I love Nathan Fillion. Um, yes. And then Mac, you had that '70s show. Now, obviously, I think we've all seen that one, though, right? Yeah, yeah. we've certainly seen you know, episodes. 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 Sure. I don't know if right. we've watched the whole thing, but yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I've not seen The Haunting on Hill House. I know you've talked about it m- multiple times. Screen promises, uh, Mrs. Haas is not into uh, scare stuff. So you've yeah. seen episode I, one. I have well, seen, I've episode, seen episode, one. episode one, but I have to carve out time to, to watch. Uh, on your own, stuff. right? And I'm the yeah, same yeah. way with that. Can't you have I want her go to? to I want can't you to. have her go to the other end of the house? Fuck, man. The other yeah. end of the room, <laughs> ten feet away. I'm sure. Um, I still see you. So my, my last one was one of those ways because. You, don't worry, you and I were aligned on a couple, so I had to cut on some audibles. But if 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 I have a television network studio that is my animal, it is USA Network. Um, everything from Graceland to Royal Pains to Covert Affairs to Burn, Burn Notice, Notice to White Collar to Suits to Mr. Robot. You see, you see, I, Mac. You see I, love, I love. I mean, I love that, that was just shameless, really, I love right? That I mean, entire, like <laughs> all of that is amazing. But there's one show on that network that I go back to time and time again, and that's Psych. Um, James Rode, uh Rodriguez and Dule Hill, Dule Hill from, West, from Wing. West Wing. I I watch that show constantly. Um, just out, it, it, kind of like we were talking about earlier, Grinch. I can just like pop in an episode here and an episode there. It didn't have to be the same season, and I just I thoroughly enjoy it. I just like a lot of days. When I get a break and I finally get to eat lunch at three o'clock, I'll sit and watch an episode of Psych. Or if I'm sitting in a doctor's office and I'm waiting and I know it's going to be, you know, 40 minutes, I pop an episode of Psych on. I, I just, something about that show, um, I just, I thoroughly enjoy it. It's easy, it's fun, it's light, it's whimsical, um, it's great writing, uh, great acting. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Again, as always, I appreciate you, gentlemen. Thank you. Rich is I just l- looking. I, I love that you guys didn't mention life. The Walking Dead, Breaking Bad, like because you you expect some of those to make the list. So the fact they didn't, I do appreciate that. It was interesting that you guys kind no, of it, dug it, into it, They're things. very good shows, without a doubt, but they're, they're just obvious choices to me, right. I think. Absolutely. So we will wrap it up there, and uh, we will see everybody on the other side of this. So thank you very much. As we wrap things up here, we invite all of our listeners to join the debate by dropping us a line at spiriteddebates at gmail.com. You can send in topics you'd like us to debate, drink recipes you'd like us to try, or just general feedback on how to make the show better. And don't forget, you can always follow us on Instagram or Facebook at a spirited debate or on Twitter at spirited debates. Feel free to press follow, like, subscribe, whatever the fuck you got to do. And if you don't, as I said at the beginning, we're just happy that you're here listening and we hope that you continue. Until next time, yeah. we'd like to say, Roast Empire. Salute to Why? Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>